0: So a concept that um, people oftentimes cite when I ask them the question about what do you want your anchor to do? What are some principles of anchoring? You know, the number one thing they say is equalization, which I just talked about, then redundancy, and then no extension, right? So that's the one people say a lot. It's extension, extension, extension. I don't want any extension. So what does that mean? So if you have a master point, and then a piece of your anchor fails, that master point doesn't extend lower, and therefore create movement, and then therefore create shock loading. Well, the no extension piece is definitely misunderstood, and shock loading is definitely misunderstood. So people think that when your anchor, if your anchor were to move, that there 's going to be this huge explosion of force called shock loading, and that 's just not true. Actually, I was talking to this rope engineer at um, Sterling rope, and he 's like people don 't understand it that 's not what happens at all so that 's a misnomer shock loading 's a misnomer. no extension is is a misnomer. so why is that right well first of all, when you have some movement in the anchor, there's a certain amount of force that's absorbed by the anchor point failing. And there's a certain amount of force of, you know, ropes running over edges, things elongating, um, that kind of absorb force. Now, the big reason why shock loading, that terms of misnomer, and why it's not such a big deal as we may think it is, is because we climb with dynamic climbing ropes, right? Those are big shock absorbers, right? So people get wigged out because of the potential for your anchor to shift six inches, yet we watch Chris Sharma take 60 footers all day long on a sport route. Well, isn't that just massive shock loading, massive extension, right? So as long as we have the climbing rope in the system, we can mitigate any force to, to a very large degree on the anchor, right? So if we use just steel cable for everything, right, and we had no dynamicity in the system, right, we had no place for that force to be absorbed, then we would see more spikes in the system, right, if something were to have extension. I think one way of thinking about um, the system would be to mitigate extension because some of the very best anchoring systems, in my opinion, ones that have more predictable load sharing, any anchor that has um, more predictable load sharing – is going to have a certain amount of movement that's capable within that system. And then therefore, there's always going to be an inherent amount of extension in that system. So we can mitigate extension and still have predictable load sharing um, and mitigate the extension to such a degree that really there'd be almost no spike in force at all. Um, and I've seen a bunch of tests um, about, you know, when you when you have an anchor point, and, it, you know, a two-point anchor, for example, and then you, you fail one point and things shift and... Um, you know, the big thing there is keeping dynamic material in the system. So how do we do that? First of all, we're climbing on a climbing rope. So you're belaying somebody on a climbing rope, right? That's good there. But how we choose to tether into our anchors, right? You know, use the dynamic climbing rope to tether into the anchor because now we have a stretchy piece of material. We have the knot in our harness and the, and whatever we, however we attach that rope to the anchor. You know, those things kind of stretch and compress and that absorbs force. Um, versus using like a Dyneema runner to connect yourself to the anchor. Don't do that, right? Just don't do that. I mean, sure, do we do it sometimes? Repelling, sure. You know, to kind of change positions, but man, you know, use the rope as much as possible, or at least use a tethering system that has dynamic rope built into it. You know, and has some dynamicity built into it, so therefore, once again, there might be some adjustability in that tethering system, but also we have some shock absorbing. Now, the one thing that is true is that even if you use a dynamic rope to clove hitch into the anchor, for example, and then the anchor shifts a little bit, and then you drop as the belayer onto, um. The anchor, there will be a little bit more of a spike because of force just because you're on a really small dynamic piece of tether right? versus the person who's climbing on a top rope, for example, and you're playing at the ground. If you had a little shift in the anchor up high, you probably wouldn't even notice it because the rope just absorbs all that force. That's its job is to absorb the force. So shock loading is really a misnomer. Having, being really militant about no extension is also a misnomer, especially if one of your stated goals is equalization. You can't have a system that equalizes more predictably and no extension. That's just, you're, you, there are contradictory forces there. You can mitigate extension, and you can mitigate extension and still have predictable equalization or better predictable equalization. Um, But you can't have no extension in predictable equalization um, in the vast majority of situations, like 99% of the time. So it's something to think about and something to understand a little bit more. But we're not going to see these huge explosions of force because we have a shock absorber built into our systems, which is the climbing rope. Um, So the more free hanging in space everything is and the more static the material is, yes, the more we're going to see spikes in forces if we had some extension. But once again, we can mitigate extensions, so that becomes almost a non-issue, and then we've got dynamic materials in the system, so that also helps mitigate any kind of forces that become applied to the anchor if we have shifting in the anchor. So the no extension piece is, is the number one reason why I don't use acronyms anymore when I teach anchoring, because all the reasonable acronyms for anchoring have no extension as one of their primary tools, and it's really about... Mitigate the extension, not no extension. Um, there's other reasons why I don't like using acronyms, but that's one of the big reasons why I don't use acronyms anymore. Because it's, You need to understand the concept of what's really happening with extension and what's really going on in the greater system. And Is the no extension a real hard line that we need to draw, or really is mitigating extension the better line that we need to draw? I would, I would lean significantly more towards the mitigation of extension versus the no extension.